but the sound of, of your cheese. of smooth cheese. Smooth cheese. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Um, you know what happened today, Teach? I think we done ate. We done ate. And we ate at Rivera's. Rivera's Mexican food, which has, like the Phoenix, uh, burned down and risen from the ashes within the last uh, year or so, uh, give or take a little bit here, because the location that it was in, the, the strip mall, actually had a fire in another bay, and Rivera's caught on fire, and they were closed for quite a while, and they're back. They are back. And they are back here in Omaha, Nebraska, which is where Saturday Omaha is based, although we do know Saturday Omaha is wherever our hunger is, but they are located uh, precisely at 12051 Blondo Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68164, because you got to have a zip code. You just do. It's, it's the way it is. All right, let's just talk about some food. Okay, sounds good. Uh, one thing I would like to talk about before we get into the food, which we will talk about, is the chef teach. Um, the chef there at Rivera's uh, in West Omaha, which is not the, the hub, because you and I live more in the southeasterly sections of Omaha, yes? Yes, and uh, I, I will point out that authentic Mexican food is fairly abundant for us uh, yes. near places that we live and recommended by many uh, many friends and people we've known around here. So for us to, uh, to journey west for Mexican food is... Uh, Somewhat unusual. unusual and of interest, I think. Indeed. Indeed. I, I believe it is, too. Uh, the chef, though, that is there, uh, his name is Jesus Rivera. So uh, I believe, as their website description says, his name is on the sign uh, because it's the name of the restaurant. So he's literally putting his name out there and providing food. And having talked to them a long time ago when I was in there prior to the fire, uh they have to import a lot of their spices and things because they're just not readily available here. Interesting. So their their website description, I will I will quote from uh, briefly, a family-owned business where we serve authentic and unique dishes that feature the flavors and spices of Puebla, Mexico, and prepared to perfection in our own kitchen with only the freshest ingredients. Now, we did go to La Poblanita a while back, which is uh, down off of 20th and Martha, had some delicious food from uh, Chef Indalecio that's there. So this is this is a different spot, uh, but sounds like influenced as well uh, by Puebla, Mexico. So very, very cool. Uh, for those out there that's like, oh, Mexican food is this way or that way or whatever. Well, guess what? Uh, much like food everywhere else in the world, things are regional. Things are different depending on where you go. So uh, this uh, cuisine influenced by Puebla. And actually a little bit of a shout out. Uh, we'll get somewhat into some of the technical details. I'd like to, to okay. touch on those a little bit. However, a shout out to uh, Rivera's for calling out the specific region of Mexico yeah. that we are tasting food from yes i would like to understand more because there's you know you you got your your pueblo food you got your oaxacan stuff there's yeah michoacan uh-huh there's yeah. all there's a whole lot of diversity to mexico and mexican food yes and it's nice to have a picture of where it's coming from yes and maybe after long enough maybe after enough of the these restaurants that are doing this thing where we understand what region the, uh, the flavors are influenced by, uh -huh. you may can pick out different influences in, yeah. in combinations in, in poly foods, because they wouldn't be, I keep wanting to say polyglots, but that's multilingual. Oh, that sounds large, oh, like a polyglot. It does, but that's that's specifically to do with speech, glot, oh. tongue. Uh, although I suppose tasting is done with the tongue, so maybe it is a polyglot. Indeed. I in suppose we could, we could argue that for quite some time, but... Thanks once again to Rivera's amongst uh, other design decisions and uh, and informational dissemination decisions mm -hmm. to let us know where this stuff is coming from. I really like that. Yeah, it's nice to get a little background on the food. Uh, a few things. So at the moment, uh, Rivera's is not open for lunch. They are like a 4.30 to 9 type place, and they are packed. They, they do a booming trade, and we will talk about why as they, we go on. They do indeed. Um, I, have, I have read that a pro tip is to walk in, sit at the bar, enjoy a margarita, and get your order to go. 
Uh, a couple other uh, pro tips for uh, Rivera's. If dining in, uh, you cannot split your check. That is an important note. Um, while this may frustrate some, I was thinking about this and I understand it because there's a fee every time you ring up a credit card that the restaurant takes a hit on. So I could see them not wanting to take four credit card hits if you're trying to split your bill. So I, I get it. Um, so that's a heads up. The other pro tip is, and this is like, I don't know, the Rivera's uh, speak easy tip here. If you are dining in, do not ask for chips and salsa. Because if you ask for chips and salsa, TJ. Oh, I've heard about this. You get charged. If you don't ask for chips and salsa, the restaurant, because of their hospitality, will bring you chips and salsa to your table at no charge. At least that is the way it was the last time I sat at a table there. So uh, pro tip, and you can you can pay extra for refills, but your first uh, bowl and chips are, are free. But if you're like, hey, yo, give me some chips and salsa, they'll be like, sure, that'll be like $3.99. And I mean, even then that's a deal. But just just don't ask. Just let the hospitality happen. Um, I, the other thing I should point out, and then we will get to the food since, uh, you know, a lot of setup here. But these these are pro tips before you go in. So you know what's going on. You know, you're you out there listening to this show are essentially dining with us. And so we're trying to make your experience as good as it can be uh, when you go in. And the last thing I will besides that salsa tip is when you see the chili pepper on the menu, and it says that it's spicy. So there's some things that have no chili pepper, some that have one, some that have two or three. They're serious. They are not joking. So if you are averse to spice, uh, be wary of the chili pepper because they may get you. I got a couple of things with the three pepper mark. It, I think it's a zero to four scale on the available menu items. Oh, my. The, the four has to mean it because the three, I like my food fairly spicy and... This was this was towards the uh, the upper edge of comfortable and uh, leaning towards I'm doing it because I want to feel you know tough alive kind of <laughs> spice yeah let's let's get into the food speaking of the food and and I would like to talk about the free item that uh, comes to your table but I actually did order the item to go which is the chips and salsa um, it's it's three fifty what a deal uh, the description on there is thin corn tortilla chips served with our signature homemade salsa fresca made fresh daily what I would like to point out is first of all they're hundred percent correct they are thin corn chips they're tasty thin corn chips with just the right amount of salt on them this salsa makes your table, if you are eating in or at home, instantly fun. Why, TJ? Because how often do you go to a restaurant and you get a, a nice tomatoey red salsa on your table, maybe with a little green in it, maybe some onion or something like that, and it's delicious. It's wonderful. Uh, how often have you gone to your table and you sat down and a bowl of mysterious yellow salsa appears in front of you? I'd go with slightly more orangey. And the answer yes. is, I think at two other restaurants. <laughs> it is tasty. It does have a little heat to it, though. Um, not a ton, but enough to let you know that it is there. On the salsa. Yes. Salsa. Fresca. Fresca. When they say fresca, they mean fresca. Oh, so it tastes like a non-caffeinated grapefruit carbonated beverage made by the Coca-Cola company? Well, low sugar too, or no sugar, or oh, diet, oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, uh, it's it's decidedly fresh. Uh, yeah, not, it is decidedly fresh. Yes, it's not quite as rich as a tomato salsa uh, would be. It doesn't have quite that depth, but it's definitely bright and 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 fresh and and, and wonderful in all the ways that it should be. I do yes. have a couple of notes on here. Uh, slightly sweet, which is lovely. Uh, it has very strong notes of cumin, especially, and a little bit of cilantro. The cilantro is, for those of you out there that dislike cilantro, you will probably still be fine with this. Yeah, I didn't there, see any cilantro. Yeah, there's there. not a ton of it. It's in very small pieces. There's just a little bit to end, uh, lend it a little bit of, uh, not brightness, uh, herbaceousness, I guess, okay. on, on the back end there. And the cumin, for me is a little too assertive. There, There's a bit much of it. Huh. it. It has a nice warm contrast to that fresh brightness, but I could stand having that knob turned down just a little bit. I want a little mm. bit less of that warmth and a little bit more of that bright, 
open loveliness, that, that refreshing aspect of the salsa. And I want to taste the the base product just a little bit more. Interesting. I, I wouldn't change a thing because I really look forward to the salsa here. It's enjoyable. It's different. It's their own for sure. You would, you know, you eat that and you're like, yep, that, that's right. Because it's been a long time since I've had that salsa. I was very much looking forward to it. And I did not disappoint myself by ordering it in, in my meal. Uh, for me, my summary is is really just this. It's fun. It's free with your meal. But don't ask for it. It's just a treat. Just just love love the salsa and appreciate the salsa. It's it's delicious and, and I dig it. So Tej. Um Yes, Dave. I know that you got another appetizer type item that was not the chips and salsa. Um, and so, of course, the next thing to do would be to talk about a main <gasps> dish. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What main dish? Uh, yeah. I think we need to talk about a main dish. I think we need to give the people some, some, are you, are you using oh, the app be a main on your dish phone in here again? somewhere? Let's find, can you, can you scroll faster? I mean, I could start with mine, but I, I just talked about chips and salsa and, you know, I understand that it's the progression of the meal, but I, I think... I think we need to give the people a little taste of, of the main plate um, before we need to, you know, take a break or anything like that. So let, let's do that. Let's do that. Give me give me a main. Give me a main, Tej. How many how many did you get today? I ordered two main dishes for myself. Oh, I, I got two myself. <laughs> okay. um, somewhere in that weight from four ish to seven ish. I may have stopped off at a cake shop. Oh, so my. I, I, I couldn't quite. Uh, there were leftovers from these two main dishes, too. I oh wanted to goodness. order more. And quite frankly, I'd, I'd like to go consume a little more of each of these. But we will talk about one of them. Yes, please do. And, and you know, we got some sides, too. But I, let's get a main course before we head off to the break here and, and uh, get, get give it to me. What you got? So the first one and... Uh, Eaten in the incorrect order, which we'll get to this in a second, is the enchiladas. Oh, please forgive me, any Spanish speakers out there. I'm going to try norteñas. There, that there is a tilde. There is a tilde over the end, so I think norteñas is how I'm supposed to say you it. You gotta respect the enye, baby. It has a three uh, pepper spice level Whoa. and a little star next to it that uh, denotes favorite. Oh. So the description is house braised beef barbacoa, which you know we're we're in already. I'm I'm there, uh, rolled in flour tortillas. Wait, wait, we're actually sitting in house made barbacoa right now. We're actually in that. Oh yeah, nothing but the the lap of beefy luxury for uh, Saturday Omaha. Delicious. Continue, please. Rolled in flour tortillas, <laughs> as we are. Smooth with our spicy coloradito sauce and melted cheese, garnished with caramelized onions and sour cream sauce. That just sounded delicious. Um, it did, which is, you know, why I ordered why it. You ordered it. So this is part of an ongoing quest. Quest, quest, quest. <laughs> Only Cookie. the best of delay effects for Saturday Omaha. <laughs> uh, for a... Flour tortilla, comfort food, red sauce, enchilada. Searching, searching for El Aguila. It is the search for El Aguila. Ah, yes. Now, now that they have closed. Now, mind you, there were actually enchiladas. I remember there being enchiladas at the time. I actually liked better. But I can't find any comparable, any that, that hit the same button so i keep ordering things that i'm hoping will be similar i was very encouraged by the flour tortilla options there are also corn tortilla options yes there are in the enchiladas uh various types of enchiladas on this menu but we went with these because i wanted i wanted a beef item and the flour tortilla item and something in what i hoped was a red sauce the coloradito uh so meaning like because colorado is red yeah yeah so yeah. So yeah, one would one would hope I I didn't actually actually know that. Uh huh. Hello. I mean, you could say you know Roja, but uh, Colorado is also red. Oh, nice work on the R there. That that sounds authentic. I I hope Thanks, it's buddy. close. Thanks, buddy. So shout out to uh, uh, family in El Paso if, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, and and no, they don't say El Paso. They typically say El Paso. But anyway, carry on. 
So we got a red sauce around a flour tortilla. This is at least in the ballpark of what we're looking for. The first thing I notice is the beef is rich and trigger warning for all of the people who hate this word, oh, but it's it. the only way to describe a meaty item that is undry. <laughs> Can you just say undry? No. <laughs> Because then your brain just registers the word dry, and it sounds like I You're said dry. Right. So I have to say it. It's rich and moist. <gasps> no. There. I said it. He did. And it's, it's real tasty that I didn't notice any actual physical fat, like any, any pieces or any in between. You know, it, it didn't feel like uh, this was cut from an untrimmed roast. To get that richness, I've noticed but some I was, physical fat over here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but I was I was very aware of the the overall richness. The no, I'm just going to keep going with that word. I I want to pull out the thesaurus a little bit, but it's the richness of the meat itself, it, buddy. Unctuous. It's it, it's perfect. It was a little unctuous, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely not avuncular. Anyway. <laughs> It's my favorite almost useless word. Don't get supercilious with me, buddy. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to be. <laughs> so the next note is heat hits hard. So it's this <sighs> this rich, deep dish. Triple H? Yes. <laughs> you got, I just noticed that. I'm going to put this enchilada in the stunner? Is you, that it? Anyway. You, you got the coloradito sauce on top. Now there is some, some sour cream sauce to balance it out. But man, this is... Uh, this will clear your sinuses, buddy. <laughs> and you it's, could do some spice. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Three peppers and it means it. Uh, did it hurt too much? No. This I, I would file this under the good hurt. This is, if, if you got a scale that goes up to four and this is your three, I like this as a three. This is okay. this is not medium spice. It's just it's just above medium spice, but not knock <laughs> your head off spice. <laughs> it's, it's, I want something that is... I, I hate to use authentic because then it makes it sound like all Mexican food is spicy, but I, I think this this would do. I'm, Rivera, right? Jesus Rivera. Uh huh. His name's on the sign. Right. I think he's making some real authentic stuff. This seems right to me. It doesn't seem like it was dumbed down, brought, reduced in spice, or like someone added some sugar to it, which is done a lot to, to kind of neuter the spiciness of the item. It's it's what it should be. Now, Triple H3 may, pepper stunner mm, enchilada. <laughs> it uh, may have been some, some suplexes. And does suplexes date me as someone who's seen wrestling stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds Regardless. delicious. A suplex? Yeah. That's where you clearly get a lot of soups. <laughs> <laughs> so help me Dave for, for don't the, make me come over there I, I'm I'm sorry if you are new to the show and we just lost you with that last joke hang in there, <laughs> there please don't turn off your, your radio or stop your player and at any moment it'll be okay just hang in there it, it won't be okay we, You'll like, we it. like puns puns aren't jokes you tell to people they're jokes you tell at people <laughs> <laughs> like it's, a, it's that, an offensive that one, joke. That one just launched right across the Fatter Day studio and took my eye right out. Shing. So, <laughs> the suplex. Dang it, Dave, where were we? Oh, we're oh talking, right. of course, about We were talking enchiladas. about a lot of spiciness in the enchilada. So, it's, it's serious business. I liked it a lot. If you like spicy stuff, I think you'll be just fine with it. Yeah. The only... The only downside to it is I had other stuff to eat after this, okay. and it took a while to get my palate <laughs> to back. recover. So it it was serious business. Uh, you, you know what I like is, is I think you said the name of them right is the enchiladas norteñas. Yes. So I was wondering. I, I'm I'm assuming that has to do with north in some way. I I would assume so. That was my guess. Right. Right. So so if you're on. A normal spice scale, and you said this is three peppers and it's above. <laughs> is, is it north so it's on, of on medium? The end yes. of the scale? Yes. yes, may may very well be. Yes. Yeah, I was puzzling over that. I, darn it, it, nothing quite worked out the way it was supposed to today. I should have done some research on Norteñas. I bet it's, I bet it's regional. But yeah, it's it's north. <laughs> Maybe of two, north. It's north of two <laughs> peppers uh, in the scale, and the, it, it's a good scale. So let's talk about some food, Dave. 
I am. Um, <laughs> just talking about enchiladas, you, man. Are you sure we're talking about... Look, there's some dill in the sour cream. At least I think there is. Oh, and there, really? And there's a drizzle of that over the top. Something dill? along those lines. Something herbaceous. Huh. Something modestly piquant. Unless... The heat was just blowing out my palate that wow. much, but I don't think so. There, there's something herby in there. I see that flecks of cilantro. green. Might be, might not be. It could have been. Dill. It could have confused me. Okay, but in, <laughs> secretly ranch in this in this <laughs> blend. I think maybe I have it with a question mark next okay. to it. That's that's in fine. The notes. It might be dill. It might be not. But there's there's what something the to give it a little bit of flavor. And there's a nice drizzle of that over the top. Yeah. Uh, menu says with caramelized onions. Mmm, I'm not going to go that far. I would say sautéed onions is fair. I was not seeing a lot of caramel color on them. They kind of retained a little bit of an al dente. Not not so much so. You can have your onions to al dente, which is made for some of the most unsatisfying restaurant omelets I have ever had. These were not that. They had that nice translucent color. They were mm -hmm. cooked correctly. Excellent. I would not go as far as caramelized. I would consider them sautéed. Sweated. They worked with the no. no, no, oh, oh, that that sounds unpleasant in this application, actually. Oh, no, sauteed. Okay, is what they were. All right, that's what I said, Dave. Okay, come over here and fight me about it. No, thank you. Oh, I thought we were going to have controversy for our. Ver How are we going to attract more listeners if we don't have the? You know what, Dave? What? Sweated. <laughs> Sweated. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show's about to be Serrado. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> so you got the rich and, sorry about this word, moist beef. You got a lot of heat in there. You got the dill sauce with, I'm not quite sure what herb in it. Well, not the dill sauce. I'm sorry, the sour cream. I'm all flustered now. You got the sour cream sauce with some sort of herbaceousness to it. Uh -huh. You have the red sauce itself, the coloradito sauce, which is, to my mind, to my palate, kind of a smoky chipotle kind of thing happening. Okay. Uh, I don't normally care for that application. Anything labeled chipotle, I generally stay away from it. This was not labeled that, but it had a similar flavor profile. This is either... I, I could swear there's another one, but I don't remember it that I would have liked. Yeah. But this may very well be the first of this type of application, this smokier... Deep chili, chipotle, chile, chipotle, however you want to say it. Coloradito. Quite. Sauce that I've really been happy with. I liked it. It was deep. It was sweet. It was savory. It was hot. It was all the things that I wanted that deep red color on my plate to be when I put it in my face hole and found out what it tasted like. Uh -huh. I was happy with this. Beef was, was good. Dark, rich. Those are my last notes is beef seems dark, super good, deep rich it it just had a, it had shredded a lot of or or oh i'm sorry yes it was the which normally i don't like shredded either because it tends to get dry and this was moist oh my that was directly into my ear so <laughs> it this is this is shredded beef done right which Excellent. usually these are two things i don't normally want and i would order this again this was tasty I like it. I like it. That sounds delicious. Uh, briefly, so, you know, the, I also got some enchiladas, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, and they, they did have that uh, sour cream. I think they call it a sour cream sauce. Yes, indeed. A sour cream sauce on top of the enchiladas. I made zero modifications uh, to my food. So this, I just this is left important, it on there. Uh, especially as we are uh, transitioning into a new medium to note. Well, he has uh, created some exceptions as his palate has matured mm. in recent years dave does not like a white creamy sauce it's of true pretty much any kind the white creamy sauce rule is very nearly inviolate sour creams ranches of most types yep. certainly mayonnaise oh. these things are all completely out the door they they are not an option for dave generally speaking so the fact that he got something with a sour cream sauce, possibly a crema renamed, but I wasn't sure uh, based on the thickness which one it might be. I will take them at their word, sour cream sauce. The fact that Dave got something with a sour cream sauce and did not modify it tells you that it was a particularly tasty sour cream sauce. I need to ask you about these enchiladas norteñas. I, I had a question written in my notes to ask you. 
But because you mentioned it and you were describing this beef enchilada with a red sauce, did they give you the enchilada feels, TJ, that you've been in search of? I will tell you the the heat and the smokiness, well, good, yeah, took me out of it a little bit. Oh, because they were so spicy. Okay, right, right. Okay. So it was it was less a comfort food because of it. Okay, but it was still a comfort food. It did, in fact, give me the enchilada, enchilada feels, feels, and I have been searching, as we have already noted in this episode, for the enchilada, enchilada feels, feels for quite some time. Well, that's awesome. That makes me happy because you you have been in search of them at various places for a very long time. So I, I have I, I been bemoaning it. it quite a bit. So Indeed. it is nice to find them. We will now continue, Teach, because it is time that I talk about one of the two main entrees that I obtained, which also were enchiladas. They had mole enchiladas on the menu. And as talked about on prior episodes of the show, we like mole here. It's very interesting. It has an amazing depth of flavor. It's awesome. It takes a ton of spices to prepare and to prepare well. And there are different types of moles. These were chicken mole enchiladas that I had. And the description on the menu is flour tortillas rolled with roasted chicken, diced onions, topped with our homemade mole sauce and melted cheese, garnished with sour cream sauce and toasted sesame seeds, which one sometimes finds on top of their mole. Before you out there listening to the sound of my voice are like, but Dave, they came in flour tortillas. That's not right. Well, guess what? They have you covered too. You could go get the enchiladas suizas, and I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, so I will spell it for you. S-U-I-Z-A-S, which are corn tortillas filled with roasted chicken. So you can get corn tortillas, so so don't be worried about this. My uh, chicken mole enchiladas were flour, and... They were delicious. Now, this is a sweeter mole, which kind of makes sense. Uh, so they build this mole uh, using... Uh, they build this mole on... Whoa. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, not, not bad. Works. Not, not bad. Not okay. Bad. On uh, next uh, Saturday Sings uh, record, the Time Life volume set. Um, it's, it's like one song on each disc, if anybody... Nobody buys discs anymore it's it's fine um so nobody, nobody's buying fatterday omaha sings no, no matter no, what please. medium it comes <laughs> on let's talk about the mole F- fatterday omaha sings uh the 12 volume collection please please don't buy this um <laughs> so, <laughs> the uh the chicken mole enchiladas were delicious the uh you know flour tortilla a good shredded chicken tj you talked about the beef and and how it was not dry the chicken was also not dry here which i really appreciate because dry shredded chicken is no fun for anybody I believe, Dave, you're saying that the chicken was moist. moist. It's true. It's true. Uh, this is a sweeter mole, um, and it it had a good amount of cheese with it, and it was two really good sized enchiladas with the with the side here. The thing with this mole is the heat was a building heat. I started eating this mole and this chicken and this tortilla. I was like, like this ain't nothing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's fine. And then I started to get like halfway through the enchilada. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's starting to get a little little burning in the old the old mouth section here. Um, okay. And then I got down towards the the back half, and it was weird. This thing that happened, like the the spice built up. I I'm pretty sure I had to go get like more drink to happen. And at some point, I actually went and diverted from water and got something with some, like, sugar in it to kind of, like, combat the spice. And and then it was weird because when I finished the enchilada, all of a sudden, the mole sauce, the mole itself, got even sweeter towards the end. It, it was like a taste journey that just kept changing within one enchilada. Your chicken enchilada experience there yes. is part and parcel of Chef Rivera building layers of flavor. No There's question. a lot of layers to all of this. No question. No question. And speaking of layers, TJ, we did allude to the fact that you had a appetizer as well besides the chips and uh, salsa. You also had some cheesy uh, efforts, some queso of the uh, liquid variety. Can you... Can you uh, espouse and expand on what you got and was it any fun to eat dave yeah i don't know about fun because it's somewhat difficult to have what you would specifically call fun oh when you're busy being awestruck oh (laughs) wow well dave 
Yeah. I, I appreciate what you did there, uh-huh. but I'm going to take your well-crafted segue and included uh-huh. pun. Yes. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to crumple it up. Oh! And throw it away. Oh! I'm not doing the fun thing, Dave. I'm not talking about the fun thing, Dave. What? You know why? Because it's hard why? to have something you would simply call fun when you're too busy being awestruck. What? The first note I have in my notes on the chorizo fundido, which is just fun to say. Okay, so there, there, there's some fun. Fine. I made you have fun. However, the first note I have is beautiful. This comes out, it's cheesy, it's red, it's green, it's got the chorizo in there, it's got some sort of sprinkle of herbs and spices, the number of which are uh, undetermined. Legion. But it's real pretty. It comes out looking so nice. And the second thing that hits me is immediately, I I was going to say the smell, the odor, the aroma, but... uh, Bouquet. What what I have is B-U-C-K-E-T. What I have on this... Is the nose on this? <laughs> it's, it's got a good I nose. Like, that. like the it, nose, it it immediately TM. just kind of kind of wafts towards you. It's warm. It smells like it's gonna be savory. It's just it has so much going on before you even bite into it. Before Old you even think factory about factory interest. Mm, it, darn right. It's this beautiful cheesy thing with these beautiful blanched spinach leaves, you know, these super green leaves of spinach in it. And it's got the the warm red of the chorizo and the accompanying uh, liquor, the, the pot liquor of the dish. There we go. Because I don't want to call it what it kind of is, which is oil, but darn it in cheese, that's what you get. Uh, that's typically what happens when I get down to, like, say, the bottom of macaroni and cheese. Quite so. Pot, pot liquor. But it... <laughs> no, Dave. We're talking about the substance in the pot from the food, not your head in the pot oh, with the food. Sorry, the I pot, usually use that as a verb. The pot liqueur. Oh, oh, okay. So the pot liqueur <laughs> is is this this beautiful reddish color with all the green and the white and and all of these other things going on it's pretty it smells absolutely wonderful it's a a very high fat proposition for those of you who would shy away from that but i advise you to not shy away next note here and i know we're referring to the notes a lot but darn it i i just like the way this cuz this is the way it hit me at the time is hyper savory ooh it's savory in so many different ways awestruck and hyper savory and this is served not with chips. Uh, certainly, as we discussed earlier, those thin tortilla chips, which are very nice on their own and work very well with the salsa, hmm. would not hold up to this at all. It is served with uh, roughly dollar size, if you were to rate them in in pancake sizing, dollar size uh, corn tortillas. Oh, and they that's are fun. Soft. That's fun. I th- I figured it would have been served with more of the chips. So you actually got a different uh, conveyance here for your dip. Very that's great. much so. And the perfect conveyance for this ah. they're there's these soft warm wonderful things and you spoon your your chorizo and mm-hmm. cheese and spinach and I'm tomato and it has all these different all the different textures going for it because the tomato is a little bit the firm the, the the spinach is uh you know blanched or sauteed in there it, it's got its own flavor its own texture the Soft, melty cheese, the tasty, fine grind, meaty chorizo, the spice mix thrown on top of there, all in this soft, warm corn tortilla. The textural counterpoints. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so trying to play this straight. (laughs) Like, Like I don't even hear you over there. But the sound of your of of smooth cheese, cheese. (laughs) all all these things coming together. This is this has all that going for it. It has that comfort food vibe that I really want out of not necessarily out of a Mexican restaurant, but I've been looking for gosh golly gee ever since El Aguila went out of business. I, I want that that home comfort food feel. This has all that did plus interest plus spice. There's a little bit of a kick in it. I, I'm going to say notes again, and we're going to have to put a, a moratorium on using the word notes in at some point because we're doing it a lot this episode. But I'm going to say notes again because the next thing in my notes says 
win. That's its own bullet point. Nice. This is a win. There's enough of it. It could have been, if I just wanted to have lunch, I could have had this and a soda or... Uh, I'm on third shift. My hours are a little bit weird. So yeah. if I wanted to start a little bit early in the day or late in the day, depending on how you look at it, yeah. I could have this and one of those crazy, beautiful drinks and, and go take a nap and be perfectly happy yeah, with buddy. my day. This would be a pretty darn good lunch on its own. And once again, the tortillas are this great form factor. Can't say enough good about that. The chips would make for a messy, uncomfortable experience, as they frequently do with thicker cheese dips. This was... Just mm -hmm. the conveyance is right, the food is right, the yeah. flavor is right, the texture is right. Ooh. I am happy. Win. Nice. There's two questions that I have to ask you about this for my own personal, like... Your, uh, your edification? I suppose so. Yes, satisfaction in, in, in thoroughness on this, just because just I, I really want to know. Maybe the listeners will enjoy this as well. Well, Dave, this sounds like a complex and uh, deep probing question. No. You, you no. should ask it post-haste. No. Oh, oh, very good. I will. Uh, number one is... What was the chorizo form factor? Were there like pieces? Like, could I use a fork and get a piece of chorizo? Or was it more of a small crumbled chorizo? Like, how did that happen? Crumbled. Okay. Chorizo. Neat. So, so. Uh, Which, uh, appropriate for this. I don't okay. know. Maybe in another uh, another dish it might be, no, you I, know, small slices or something. But it was a crumbled chorizo. Yeah. And, again, perfect for what it was doing. Next question! I, I, th I think that sounds right. The other question I have for you is, TJ, uh, I know we have referenced uh, El Aguila a few times. But uh, you and I used to go and get the chili cheese dip, which I know is not the same here because this is not a chili cheese dip. It's, it's the chorizo fundido. I need to know, though, does this hit you in the cheese feels? Uh, not in the same way that the El Aguila cheese dip did. The El okay. Aguila cheese dip was almost an Italian experience. Yeah, true. It, it was Tomato kind of a, yeah, a very, uh, very much a sort of crossover food in terms of the, the experience that it was. This is assertively uh, Rivera's own very, uh, very... I don't want to say very Mexican, but it it jibed with the flavors that he had. It it okay. went with uh, went with the other things. It's very much their own. It it does its own thing, but darn it, it made me happy, and it was comfort food. So, in a way, I'm I'm going to give it fifty percent cheese feels, but a hundred percent real cheese. Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right. I will take it over to my other main dish that I had, which I, I doubled up on the enchilada order uh, today. So the other thing that I got was the enchiladas monjas. That's M-O-N-J-A-S. Uh, flour tortillas rolled with sauteed fresh spinach, corn salsa topped with poblano pepper sauce, and melted cheese garnished with sour cream sauce. You can also add shrimp to the top for $3.99. I am not a big shrimp fan. I did not add them, so that's fine. TJ and Sam can eat all the, all the shrimp for me. I was going to say that $3.99 is kind of a deal. I think that is a deal. If you are a shrimp fan, I would go for it. This is kind of an unusual order for me uh, because there's, there's no meat in here. Uh, this is essentially a purely vegetarian, not quite vegan because there's some milk components in here, but a vegetarian order. And it sounds so good. Um, if you haven't yet, and you're listening to this, unless you're driving, uh, and, and when you're done driving, stop and pull up our Instagram feed and check out the picture, because the picture that I led with for Fatterday, uh, for this episode is a picture of the inside of that enchilada, because it looks beautiful. The color palette in there with the yellow corn and the green spinach, and there's red pepper and there's onion in there is gorgeous. One of the other reasons I was kind of thinking about ordering this besides that it's just a little bit different from what I would typically order was that I thought it would be a good companion to my meaty enchilada that I had, and I was not trying to die from overeating. Uh, these are not small enchiladas. They cover the width of the takeout container, so whatever that is, eight or nine-inch long enchiladas. There's two of them in there. They're heavy, and they are big. I ended up eating two of my enchiladas, and I had two for later. So these things were were decently sized. Um, like I said, beautiful. Um, the sauteed spinach in there, you had mentioned that on one of your other dishes. This was here, that deep green color, uh, just beautiful. And that great mix of spinach and corn. Um, the poblano pepper sauce, I looked at it and actually thought it was going to be a tomatillo sauce. Uh, 
me and tomatillo sauces don't always get along because there's a certain uh, acidity and bite to a tomatillo sauce that I, I just don't always care for. Whatever. It's the flavor of the tomatillo. That's fine. It's just whatever. Um, but this poblano pepper sauce uh, is a, a brighter green. It's perfect. It's got the, you know, melted cheese component in there or the sour cream component that really makes it into quite the savory uh, topping for this. Um just delicious all the other components it had a great blend um and i i just enjoyed this this was fun it was different it looks beautiful it tastes beautiful um if you're if you're looking for something that does not have meat in it but is still going to provide that savory depth and that flavor it's really good i enjoyed it a lot teach what else did you get because i know you got something else oh i did the enchiladas potosinas uh, once again, a three-pepper item, uh, flour tortillas rolled with ancho chili braised pork, sautéed onions, Ooh. topped with a unique spicy almond mole sauce and what? melted cheese, garnished with lettuce, we'll get to that in a second, radishes, we'll get to those in a second, and sour cream sauce. The sour cream sauce is, again, the same uh, drizzle that appeared on the enchiladas... Nor Norteña, Norteñas. Norteñas. Respect the Enye. Uh, I have here slightly sweet, super smooth, medium spice. I would have a hard time nailing down the flavors. It was just darn good. It was it it did the mole thing. It had a complexity that so deep I would you have can't to... reach the bottom. Well, no, actually, it was all it was lighter. It was almost an oh. orangish kind of color. Oh, so a totally different mole from the mole that I had on, on yeah, mine. I, I've never had, when they unique. say unique, they mean unique. This is very different from anything I have ever had. Um, I, I don't want to reference uh, that restaurant again, since we've done it so many times this episode. Fair enough. But there was a certain uh, cream sauce dish I like there. This makes me happy in the same way and outdoes it by leaps and bounds. Wow. This this was excellent. And the the lettuce and radishes, they were a, a crinkle cut into very small strips, radish. Oh, okay. With the lettuce, and the lettuce remained crisp. The radishes were, they were still crisp, but a little bit less so. The heat had gotten to them a little bit, so they weren't quite okay. as, you know, fresh radish. They were still fresh. Yeah. But the... Uh, the excessive contrast that uh -huh. would have made me not want them with the meal uh -huh. was not there. They blended well. You know, I loved the radishes on this. I don't, I like radishes on their own. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever said that about a dish ever. These were perfect and there was Great. a perfect amount of them. I am very impressed with that alone. So this wonderful warm cream spice thing, the pork itself, these little thin slices of pork again that oh, in wait and of a minute. itself okay so back to the texture thing because I, I was curious about the chorizo i asked you about the beef it was shredded so this was not shredded pork this was sliced that is correct a oh. relatively short very thin slices okay. of pork to the point where until i decided to do a little bit of uh, deeper analysis and really take the enchilada apart so i could get a better idea of what was on the inside I did. I was thinking of it as ground, but a very nicely textured ground. But when you take it apart, sure enough, little slices of pork all throughout. And they're so tender, they break apart just as easily as if you were eating Neat. a ground item. But the texture is wonderful. The flavor is wonderful. And it's built on those layers. It's built with the, the ancho braised pork. And then you have the flour tortilla and that super smooth sauce that blends in with the tortilla a little bit. And the, the crisp lettuce and radishes on top. And then that drizzle of the sour cream sauce. This was wonderful. This is another... Three spice, three three pepper spice yeah. item, but it just it did not kick, and maybe it's because I had the norteñas, the enchiladas norteñas Respect first, the but it really mellowed everything out. It wow. it seemed more open. I could tell what all the flavors were, even though it's it's very nearly as spicy, or at least is labeled on the menu as being as spicy. Yeah, three peppers it, is big. It, it was not that that kick in the tongue wow that the other dish was this was if, if you are okay with some spice if you if you really don't like spice this is not for you but 
if you're worried about those three peppers in the case of the potosinas, I would say try it anyway. It it was just smooth and savory and really wonderful. And I have one of each of these enchiladas left over. And I like yeah. the Norteñas. I would have them again. But I can leave that in that box. I am full. I don't want any more food. But uh, that last enchilada, I don't know if singular, if it would be an enchilada potosina or if it's an enchilada potosinas. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, that last one of these is, it's not even whispering my name. It's, it's screaming it from inside the fridge. I really want to go eat the other <laughs> one of these. This was wonderful. I would order it again in a heartbeat. That is fantastic. My goodness. So you you just knocked it out of the park with both of these things. And I think that's really cool that, uh, that man, you just got these like flavor punches. Did, did these enchiladas have a good nose on them as well? Did they smell good? You know, honestly, it was hard to tell after the last three pepper item. Oh, but oh, fair enough. I mean, the the I had all the the two entrees and the appetizer plate on yeah. my uh, on my table Ooh. at the same time. Ooh. So there there were a lot of uh, savory wafts coming yeah. at me. But darn it, everything was was tasty. But these these were the star. Well, gosh, I was gonna say after that glowing review that these were the star of the show for me. Yeah. But uh, that chorizo fundido though. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a hard decision, but these were lovely. Man, they you, really were. You fattered it hard, dude. I mean, I got I got two enchilada plates and chips and salsa. You had chips and salsa, two enchilada plates, and the chorizo fundido. My goodness, man. Uh, we it's it's interesting how the two of us can can get quite the cross section of the menu. And uh, typically, you know, I don't think we've talked about this on the show for a long time, but our uh, table ratio. Uh, if you need a table for one. Uh, you need a table for 1.5, and if you need a table for two, you, you always need to multiply your uh, Fatterday eaters by one and a half because you need extra space for all of the food. Yeah, I got to say, even with the—I I felt a little bit guilty because I was one person at a table for four. But you ordered for four? I, I was going <laughs> to say, but my food was taking up a table for three, so maybe that yeah. wasn't such a bad thing. You, you ordered three, uh, uh, you know— dishes there and it sounded you know that could have fed anybody so you easily ordered for two if not three uh, because i know those enchiladas they're they're decently sized well that's all of our food so let's let's get into the wrap-up section of this episode and let's uh let's talk about the 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 hook and the hint i think this time um let us go for the hook to the restaurant uh for me tj i i think the hook in one word is just either spice or interest, maybe interesting spice, which is two words. The flavor that is in these dishes, like we we have said, you know, dryness is not allowed, whatever. Blandness is not allowed in this restaurant on anything. Oh, but Dave, I'm going to say that subtlety is allowed. Oh, I I like that. Um, You know, finely crafted flavors, I think would be the other thing that is the hook. This is, this is different. It is not... Uh, you know, if you're if you're looking for a Tex-Mex place, this is not your place. These flavors are are delicious and unique to Rivera's, and I really appreciate that. Uh, they're all their own. How about you? Well, Dave, I'm going to cheat and stick with your finely crafted flavors yeah. uh, description. Again, unique, particularly good. All these layers of flavor, all these different things happening. Rivera's is its own thing. If you want Mexican food and you want something a little bit different, this is perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. So for a hint, I know we gave you some at the beginning of the episodes as far as, you know, how split tickets work and don't ask for the salsa. Just just let it be a treat that comes to the table. Uh, be aware. Uh, be aware that they are a busy place. So prepare to call ahead and, and call ahead early or, you know, wait, because there will be a lot of people waiting with you to get this food. Um, I would say also if, you know, depending on your spice tolerance, uh, do watch that pepper on the menu. Uh, sounds like the one dish uh tj that you had um the potosinas uh enchiladas uh you might be able to flex uh, a pepper one way or the other but if you don't like spicy uh do be very aware because they're serious about that pepper um and and the other hint i guess i would say be a little adventurous you know you can just get a street taco like a carne asada taco or something like that but i think you have to get something that has their personal 
spice touch on it. Even if you're just going to share it with somebody, I think you would have to get something here because there's so much interest on that menu. And the the menu is very varied. We could go back another, you know, three, four, five times and get just completely different flavors, I think. Yeah, there's there's a lot of diversity on this menu. There's a lot of different things happening. I, I think you have the... I, I'm not only going to steal your hook, I'm going to go with your hint as well. Yeah. I, I think that those are solid. Do we want to do first-time orders on these? Because I, I kind of do. Let's do it. So if you were going to have your first-time order here, TJ, what would you do? So obviously the enchiladas potosinas are on my list. They're They're one of my favorite things ever. However, there's so much good on this menu that I'm not necessarily, I'm going to recommend them, but I'm not going to say they necessarily have to be on your first-time order. What I will say is that chorizo fundito is a wonderful thing. It's going to be your your start to the meal, your your beginning of this journey, and it's really good to share with the table. You you know, there's there's enough of those little tortillas there. You each take a little bit of the dip, you spoon it onto a tortilla, you have that wonderful experience to uh, to start with and it's uh there it's substantial enough to make people happy you order one for the table i i would find it very hard to go wrong with that and maybe one of that extensive list of drinks and that would be i i think you have to the first time around at least the chorizo fundido and probably one of those very interesting cocktails I like that. I, I'm, you know, since uh, we kind of shared the the whole hook and the hint, I, I would stick with that. I was going to recommend as well, get a cocktail, even if it's a house margarita, uh, just, you know, try something. Their tequila list is huge. Uh, there's a following. I saw a lot of comments um, online for the uh, shrimp alambres as an appetizer, uh, char-grilled shrimp wrapped in bacon, stuffed with panko, mixed peppers, and cheese. Um, that's wild. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of different, definitely a little little towards the spicy side. Um, I've had the Sparky's nachos before. Um, I, I just, you know, man, I, I think it would be, you know, the, the chorizo fundido, a margarita, and some type of enchilada. Just pick an enchilada. That sounds interesting to you and go for it. I think that would be my first time order if I ordered for the first time again. What do you think? Sound good? I think so. All right. Well, let's, uh, shall we wrap up this uh, meal here at uh, Rivera's on Saturday, Omaha? I think that's a good note to wrap it up on. So, all right. Well, uh, I know we've got, I still have some food in my to to-go box. We don't usually get to-go boxes. I'm not not disappointed about that. I know you do too. Uh, and you might be eating it right after this uh, right after the show. I don't know. So with that, uh, I'm Dave. I'm TJ. And we are Fatterday Omaha. Thank you so much for eating with us. Teej, what else can we tell them? Please share this with someone who's hungry. So true. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Our radio show is produced by Fatterday Omaha. And our podcast is produced by Saturday Omaha and is a Huda Media Production. You can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Dang it, this is that comfort food but comfort food. <laughs> yeah. Comfort food. Hello. I have I have socks with a nice toe seam and a comfort food. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.